Good morning. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. So, week one is in the books. The first full weekend of college football. What are the takeaways? Eight is enough, apparently. Eight ranked teams going down to defeat. I like it. Now, there were a lot of games, uh, what, three or four of them matching uh, ranked teams. So, I mean, we knew someone had to lose the Georgia-Clemson game, and I'm just as glad it was Clemson. The ACC had a lousy first week with North Carolina losing Friday night. That hurts. And Miami just got blown off the field by Alabama. I want to give Miami some points, though, for just trying. Because this is what Alabama does. They blow everybody off the field week one. So they blew them off the field. Surprise. At least Miami was willing to play them. So I'll give them that. A little disappointed Tulane couldn't finish the comeback against Oklahoma. That would have been awesome. I don't even have words for how awesome that would be. Uh, locally, the big news is the Utes, the Cougars, and the Aggies all won the Aggies in spectacular fashion. <laughs> I don't I don't know why they came back. I don't know how they came back. I mean, I watched it happen, but they were down 23-11. Washington State owned the second half. They were pulling away. They were at home, up by 12, and the Aggies got off the deck and beat them. And I thought the big play was the fourth down conversion on the game-winning drive. Man, I, they still weren't in the end zone. I mean, they're still out at midfield, and they got to have a touchdown because they're down by five. But after that, I, the Washington State had no pushback. Every play was a win for Utah State. And they'd just been picking up two and four yards at a time and burning clock. I mean, they were at midfield with a minute to go. It was not trending well. But they got that four down, and all of a sudden, they knew they could do it, and Washington State knew they were in trouble. You could just see it. So a great win for Blake Anderson. We're going to hear from the Aggies coming up. To go on the road and beat a Pac-12 team, the first time they've ever beaten a Pac-12 team on the road. Last time they beat a Power 5 team on the road, that wasn't even a thing. It was Kansas State in 1971. That was forever ago. 50 years. 50 years! Great win for Blake Anderson. They'll open up his career at Utah State with a W that nobody saw coming. 17.5 point underdogs. Just, just an awesome win for the Aggies. A little more uh, workmanlike for the Cougars. Uh, they got it done. They were up 21-3. to I thought they were going to blow it wide open. They certainly got helped by an Arizona team that threw an interception in the end zone and missed a couple of field goals. And Arizona left some points out there. But BYU wins 24-16. It was pretty comfortable. Arizona was driving for the tying touchdown. Uh, well, it would have taken a two-point conversion. They ended up taking a big sack. They missed a field goal. Arizona just made a mess of it. Um, so BYU gets the win they need in the opener and, you know, win your opening game and move on. Now, you know, we didn't see Puka Nakua. Uh, Gunnar Romney went down. Samson Nakua wasn't a factor. I guess grabbed that onside kick at the end. But, you know, the receiving core wasn't what I expected. Certainly the passing game numbers weren't what I expected. It didn't matter. Tyler Algier was pretty much what I expected. He was as advertised, 94 yards rushing. Had a big 21-yard run to start the drive that uh, led to the, the field goal the last three points that put him up two scores at that point and pretty much sealed the deal. I mean, there was still time left, but that pretty much did it. Uh, but, you know, the passing game might be better if they get three top receivers back. So, got a lot of things uh, got a lot of things to work on, and we'll see how healthy they are for this game with Utah. And we'll spend the week looking ahead as well, but we're going to start looking back uh, here in a few minutes with uh, more on the Aggies and more on the Cougars. Uh, for the Utes, when they won, they got to watch the rest of the Pac-12 play. Man, the Pac-12 North, yikes. Now, in the South, UCLA beat LSU, and I don't know how good LSU will turn out to be. I don't know how good uh, UCLA will turn out to be. 
you know, it's always at this point in the season, well, who have you beaten? Were they, does that mean they're bad? Or does that mean they're good? What, what are we supposed to read into this? We always ask ourselves these questions this time of year. Uh, but winning's better than losing. Just stick with the obvious. And the Pac-12 beat the SEC. Take it. UCLA is 2-0. and Picked fourth because no one, everyone knows they might make a jump, but no one's convinced they'll make a jump. But now it seems much more realistic. Let's see how it plays out. The passing game, they made big plays. Uh, but they're, they're, they're only a half beat away from what Air Force was in the old Mountain West. We're going to run it. We're going to run it. We're going to beat you with the running game. And when you overplay the run game, we'll make a big play in the passing game. And that's what they did against LSU. You know, the occasional play, but it's a big play. It flips the field, or as they did, you go 75 yards for a touchdown that gets the whole sideline pumped up. So, but as for the North, I mean, they'd have been 0 for 6 if Oregon didn't come from behind in the fourth quarter to beat Fresno State at home. That was the only win. Stanford got played off the field by Kansas State. Washington, that was humiliating losing to Montana at home. Obviously, Washington State lost to Utah State. Cal got up two scores. They're up 14-0, and they lose to Nevada 22-17. Brutal. Brutal. Oregon State lost to Purdue. It was a bad day for the Pac-12 North. The South did pretty well. Arizona was the only Pac-12 South team that lost, although Colorado, Utah, ASU, they were all money games they were supposed to win. So, All right, stay with us. Coming up, we'll, get the, uh, we'll hear from the Aggies after the big win at Washington State. We'll do that next, and then after that, the Cougars, their win in Las Vegas. Stay with us. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Cougars. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. It ain't over till it's over. The Holy War is here. Kalani Sataki and the Cougars look to snap Utah's winning streak at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on Saturday. Your home for the best Holy War coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Cougar football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning. It's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So, the Utah State Aggies do it. They go to Washington State. They grind, they grind. Then they kind of start to lose track of the game there late in the third quarter. I mean, it's, you know, 3-3, three to three, it's 6-5, to five, it's 8-6, to six, there's safeties, there's jokes about baseball scores. But the fact is, the Aggies were right in it. And then Washington State gets to the end zone a couple times, they open up the 12-point lead, and that just sets the stage for the comeback. And the last six minutes, seven minutes of that game were brilliant for the Aggies. It's the middle of the fourth quarter, they need a touchdown. They need to stop a punt, a turnover, and another touchdown. Now, the Aggies hadn't scored a touchdown in the game at that point. The Aggies hadn't forced a punt in the second half or forced a turnover in the second half. And they got two touchdowns and forced a punt. Got exactly what they needed to pull the game out. It was impressive. And the guy who looks like he won the starting quarterback job by directing the game-winning touchdown drive, Logan Bonner. Speaking after the game. And Logan Bonner is going to put on the headset, and we'll chat with him and get his thoughts on what was a fun game tonight on a crazy drive down the stretch. And uh, Logan, congratulations, my friend. What a drive down late. Uh, that's what you do in the backyard as a kid or those kind of drives. How much fun was it to be the, uh, be the leader on that drive? Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, I think the guys uh, really prepared really well. Um, we knew we had a chance to, uh, after that first uh, time we scored and get the ball back. We knew we had a chance to go down there and win the game. So we just talked to each other like that and uh, 
we uh, were really excited for the opportunity, and I think the guys executed really well. And um, uh, just glory to God. I, I noticed uh, Logan that you. you I mean, DT, I think you had maybe three catches, including the touchdown on that last drive. Were you doing something a little bit different alignment-wise to get him some space? No, we, we ran the same alignment the whole game. It's just uh, they gave us an opportunity on that last play. Uh, it was a perfect look. Um, we kind of just looked at each other before the play, and it worked out perfectly. Defense gets a three now, gets you the ball back. It's first and goal at your own 22-yard line. You got 78 yards. You huddle up, and uh, on that near sideline, what are you saying to the team at that point? I just looked at him and said, hey, look, look at me, guys. Let's go have some fun. This is what college football is all about. And I think the guys, they had that look in their eye, and I know for sure that I did too. And I think that we all executed really well, and I think the defense did a great job today. Um, we didn't put them in the best situations at the time, but when they needed to make a stop, they, uh, they stepped up in a big, in a big way. Now, Logan, on the previous touchdown possession, a lot of, I mean, third and six running the ball, uh, third and four running the ball. Is that is that you checking at the line or is that the uh, called play? And, yeah, I mean, you guys just, you ran it for 220 today. Uh, what was that like for you on that previous possession? Yeah, I mean, some of those are checks and some of those aren't. I mean, great uh, great play calls by the, the offensive staff, Coach Tuck, and uh, all the line coaches did a great job, and I think we just play really well. Um, some of them checks, but most of them were just really good calls, and, and it was really want to. I mean, we wanted to run the ball. Uh, that was the emphasis coming into this game, and I think that we did that. Your two running backs, well, all your running backs, Noah was great, uh, but Tyler and Gentry really took a heavy load. Both of them, uh, 14 carries for Tyler, 13 for Gentry, but those guys, they ran like men out there tonight. Oh, absolutely, they were great backs. Our our whole back, uh, our whole room, and uh, for the backs is is really great, and they did a really good job all summer and uh, all spring. Um, and I think they both really ran hard, and it it, uh, it helped out. The whole team was in it this week. I mean, all our scouts gave us great looks all week, and uh, it was probably the best scout. I mean, I was at a different school, and that was the best scout work we've ever had, um, especially in the first week. So I think that the whole the whole team did this, and I think it was really great. Um, so I, I'm just really happy for the, for the guys and the team. I want you to, and we, we can't say this without, you can't have 220 yards rushing without the big men up front doing their job. Shout out to those guys as well. Oh, absolutely. They, they, they had some want to tonight, and I think that was really huge for them. Um, and when we needed them, they stepped up. Protection was pretty, pretty great all night. Uh, couldn't ask for better. And I think just overall, just, they played well. Uh, the the uh, running backs play well, and the whole defense, the sta staff and side of the ball play uh, really well. It took everybody, and we got it done. So, Logan, I know you've only been here for just a short little while, but this is the first time that Utah State has won a Power 5 road game since 1971, 50 years. What was the locker room like for you guys? It was unbelievable. These are uh, these are times they'll, they'll never forget, and I think it was really special for the program. It was a big big win, and I think these guys uh, sh showed tremendous love. They showed tremendous love when I got here and when all the transfers got here, and I think that a whole that whole room deserves nothing more, um, especially uh, the head coach right there, uh, Coach Anderson. He deserves nothing more. All the guys bought in. I think it was huge for the program. And and last question for me, Logan. Uh, it looks like you're holding that that foot just a little bit. You you feeling okay after this one? Yeah, I'll be fine. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for your time. And uh, hand that mic over to DT because yeah. he had himself a heck of a night as well. Absolutely. Congratulations, Logan. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's uh, Logan Bonner. Two touchdown drives down the stretch, and Utah State gets the victory over Washington State 26-23. to There's Logan Bonner, and here's the guy he locked into who made uh, not only the game-winning touchdown catch, 
two big catches on the drive for first downs, and on the drive before that, ran a reverse to set up first and goal. Devin Tompkins, Scotty said he thought he was going to be the guy. He's definitely the guy. Here's Devin Tompkins after the game. Last drive, coming up with some huge plays down the stretch. And DT, let's talk about that last play, man. Uh, It looked like it was going to you the whole time. What did you see, and uh, what was it like bringing in a game-winning touchdown pass on the road against a P5 team? Um, I knew knew Logan was going to throw it to me instantly. I saw where the safety was located, and just saw how they matched up against us, and I just knew it was me all day. So I knew I was ready to take the hit either way it go, but I wanted that touchdown. DT, I noticed on that drive that uh, you were you were kind of getting your guys aligned in that little diamond formation. You were kind of uh, the point on the diamond, and then another time you got inside the, into the slot. Were you kind of kind of directing traffic out there because you knew you could get the matchups you wanted? Um, really, no, it wasn't really in a sense like that. But I, I didn't. I knew I, like my team needed me a lot. You know, I knew we needed to pick up the pace and execute at a high level. So I just wanted to get everybody lined up the way that we needed to and just get this ball moving. So I asked uh, Logan about this, but you come out. I mean, you, you get the touchdown. To drive. Defense does such a tremendous job getting the three and out. You're back out on the field. You got 78 yards to go. What's that huddle like on the sideline before you take that uh, take the field? Just leave it all on the field. Everything we do, man. Like that last drive was just about leaving like leaving every last piece that we had within our tank left. Just leave it all out here tonight and and what we did, you know, we left it all out here and we ended up coming out with the W. You know, DT, we uh, we just told Logan this, but th- this is the first road Power Five victory for Utah State mm-hmm. since 1971. Fifty years. Um, so you know, take us back to where you were in this in in the winter time. Jumped into the portal. Coach Anderson gets you to come back to what? How does this feel tonight compared to where you were a year ago? I'm lost for words, honestly. Uh, you know, ever since I got here, you know, we every every time we played a Power Five team, we lost. You know, and this one just right here is special to me. You know, Coach Anderson, like whenever he asked me to come back uh, in the winter. You know, at first I was unsure about it, but, you know, I, I, I knew that this was home and I knew that this was going to be a special team. Just listening to the sincerity in uh, Coach Anderson's voice, you know, and I, I believed in him. I believed every last word he told me, and, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't failed me on his word. You guys, uh, you went for 439 yards tonight. You guys did a great job offensively kind of controlling, especially in the fourth quarter, running the football. How about those guys up front? Oh, yeah, a lot of big guys up front, man. They do. Without them, we can't get the play started, you know what I mean? So uh, just really it it begins with them. We can't get the ball from Logan if they don't, if they can't hold the protection, you know. So I give every every last bit of my respect to the guys up front. TT, you're the man. It was a crazy end of the season last year. You guys circle the wagons. You come back and get a huge win in game one. Sorry, you got 11 more games after this, but this one's pretty sweet. Yeah, this one's special for sure, man. I'm just excited to uh, play with this team and just keep on winning some more games. Keep it rolling, DT. Devin, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. All right, there's Logan Bonner and Devin Tompkins. Now, here's the head coach, Blake Anderson, picking up a win in his debut. First time that's happened for an Aggie coach in 48 years, and that was eight coaches ago. Here's Blake Anderson. Well, we were going to let Blake Anderson do it from the cell phone in the locker room, but <laughs> when a win like that, the first P5 victory on the road for Utah State since 1971, uh, we, we, we got to get you on the mic, Coach. Congratulations. What a hell of a victory tonight. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. And, uh, yeah, coming back out here under the lights, I was hoping the scoreboard was still lit up, but I guess it's not. <laughs> they wanted uh, to shut that off pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Man, when kids did everything we asked them to do. Didn't play our best football. That's what's crazy. Turnovers and some mistakes that gave up a couple big explosive plays defensively. But, man, they just kept fighting, kept playing hard. And in fourth quarter, 
we had more gas in the tank than they did, and that was the formula all along. Get it to a fourth quarter game and let our conditioning and the way we do things take over, and I really think that was the biggest factor. Coach Jackson and strength staff deserve a huge amount of credit for what they've uh, what they've built with our guys. You know, Coach, we talked about it to you and I and Scotty this morning about uh, you know pounding it, sticking with it, and, and even when you're down 23-11 in the fourth quarter, I mean, you're running it on third and six and getting a first down, third and four and getting a first down. I mean, you stuck with it, and your guys up front got a push, and your running backs ran with a lot of effort. Yeah, I got to be proud of that group. Oh, absolutely. You know, we did. I told you. It may be tough to run against them early. Some of the runs were three and four yards. Those suckers were six, seven, eight yards late. A couple of them popped. Uh, you know, that's really, we sold our kids on that all week. Really, we've been selling them on that since January, since we got here. The way we work you, the way we practice, the scheme, the offseason, the running, the running, the running, the running, and the lifting, that it's, uh, it, it's, you know, there's a method to the madness. And you saw as the game went on and on, they had to play a lot more guys up front. Our old line was still fresh. Our running backs were still fresh. And those holes started getting bigger and bigger. And it allowed us to stay ahead of the chains, run the ball in some probably some areas that typically you would think was, you know, a heavy, heavy pass situation. But uh, but we were able to we were able to put the ball, you know, where we needed it to. And, and you know, it, it won the game late for us. I'm always curious to know, in those situations, your defense gets a stop, and I want to talk about them here in a bit, but when you have those guys huddled over, it's, you know, a drive with three minutes left, 78 yards, a touchdown wins the ball game. What do you say to your team on the sideline before something like that? You know, hey, nothing changes. Same old stuff. Just go just go do the little things right. Nobody needs to make a superhuman play. Nobody's got to do anything crazy. Protect the ball. Do what we do every day. And, and you know, we're going to go win this game. Let's go win it. I, I, I never, never saw anybody's eyes look any different than, Coach, we got it. I mean, I think we may have just lost our microphone. I'm not sure. But no, we got we're you. Still, we still got you. Okay. Uh, just do what we do every day. Don't Don't get outside of that. That's That's where you get in trouble where guys try to do something different, where guys try to do something extra. Just do your job the way we teach you every day with great effort. And, and that, was the, you know, that was the missing piece right there late, just calm and collected, go down and get it done. And, Coach, it was the first time all game long that you stuck with Bonner in back-to-back possessions. Is that an experience factor? What was your – Absolutely. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, Pisa had done a great job all night, but, you know, we just made a decision tucking on the headset – just he, he was playing well he's been in that situation a ton you know you, you can't you can't discredit the amount of games in the environments in the stadiums with loud I mean, we just we just went with the experience and Peasley handled it perfectly and Bonner went out and did what we what we needed him to do what I expected he would do he connected the dots to the right guys he moved the change with his feet a few times and uh, he stayed calm and, and and that's really in that situation what you need the most your defense kept you in the game in the first half after the couple of turnovers. I thought they were great holding the field goals. And then, uh, you know, they give up some points in the third quarter. But when you need that three and out, you need to get that ball back on the offense. You got it from that defense. And uh, I thought they were just tremendous, especially in that stretch. Yeah, you're right. Early, making them, you know, forcing kick, uh, those guys to kick field goals, especially after the turnovers, was huge. And, and it, you know, it shows on the scoreboard late. If we give up touchdowns, this is a completely different game. We got out of gap a couple times. We lost control a couple times it gave up explosives that we're going to be frustrated with when we watch tape but when you had to have it to go three and out and get the ball right back to our offense there's not a better series all night than that one and I mean guys guys tackled really really well all night long I think that was a key you know we we did 
like I said, we lost contain a couple times. We, we had a couple mechanical mistakes where we weren't where we were supposed to be, but we did tackle really, really well all night. We made it difficult for them to get the extra yards, and I think that's probably a big key to the victory as well uh, because we just we were making them struggle. We were making them struggle. You know, Coach, I'm looking at the fourth quarter, and uh, you outgained – well, you outscored them 15-3. to You outgained them 141-38. to uh, Time of possession was nine, almost 10-5. to uh, you, you talked about Coach Jackson, but the kids had to buy into that as well. And it just felt like you were the stronger team down the stretch, and that was one of the keys. We, we wondered if we'd be strong enough on the front seven, uh, the offensive line, but you were amazing to watch. Well – we, uh, we had that very conversation. We've had it all week long, and we had it again today. The formula was to get it to the fourth quarter and continue to believe, outwork them, outrun them, outhit them. We will have energy in our tank, and they won't. And you saw evidence of that tonight in the fourth quarter. It was a little bit bigger gap than we wanted it to be. We wanted it to just be a one-score game, and we felt like we were in a one-score game in the fourth quarter. We'd be able to, you know, overcome that, uh, you know, to be able to, to – to get rid of two scores, that's not really how you want to draw it up. But but our kids never wavered. They did believe. They worked hard to get to this point. They earned it, every bit of it, with how they prepared and how we practice. And I mean, there's nothing there's nothing fun about the way we prepare. It is grueling, but it paid off tonight in the fourth quarter when we needed it most. Well, you know, the fun part is you got 11 more of these left. <laughs> you, you can celebrate this one, but you got to go back to work pretty quick. Yeah, no doubt. With a Friday night game there at home, I hope the place is rocking. Oh, yeah. Hopefully the people there appreciate what these guys are doing. This is just one, hopefully, of many. It's the first step. Um, but it's going to be sweet getting home tonight. Late late night plane flights are always better after a W. Well, hey, uh, tell Scotty we're hurrying as fast as we can. Uh, uh, we'll get packed up and get down there as fast as we can. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, thanks, thanks guys. Coach. Appreciate it. There's Utah State, Blake. Utah State coach Blake Anderson, a just a massive win for the Aggies at Washington State. Now they come home for North Dakota, a team out of the Missouri Valley Conference that uh, that uh, routed Idaho State uh, in their season opener. So it ought to be a win for Utah State. You wouldn't think you'd give it back. They ought to be two and zero as they face Air Force in their conference opener. So. Big deal for the Aggies. Good win. And we'll talk to Blake Anderson later this morning in the 9 o'clock hour. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will hear from the Cougars. Jaron Hall, the quarterback. Tyler Algier, 94 yards rushing. And head coach Kalani Sataki. Stay with us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. For the first time in two years, it's rivalry week. Kyle Whittingham and the Utes look to make it 10 in a row against the Cougars as the Utes head to Provo for another showdown with BYU. Your home for the best Holy War coverage is right here on the Zone Sports Network. From Monday morning to the post-game press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of youth football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, it's DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, stay with us. Coming up, we are going to hear from the Utes and from the Cougars. Samson Nakua is going to join us at 7 o'clock to talk about the win 
against Arizona in Las Vegas. And then we'll hear from the Utes, Nick Ford, coming up at 7.30. What is trending on Mondays during college football, moving to 8 o'clock, thanks to uh, name, image, and likeness money now being available and players making weekly appearances. All right, before we get to all of that, though, let's get to the Cougars and what they had to say in Las Vegas. PK was there for all the post-game interviews. We'll start off with Araya Leditao and Tyler Algier. Algier running for 94 yards. Here they are. Yeah, so defense did really good. Uh, nah, actually, say that back. There's a lot of things we can fix. Um, open field tackling probably is one that we can work on. Um, I'm proud of the young D linemen that came in and played their roles, and they didn't back down. Some of them had some nerves, but everyone uh, started to shape up. And yeah, we we have some things to fix for next week, and we're gonna come out swinging for sure again. They got some momentum there playing the game, and they drove into the territory and had some chances. You guys came up with some good defensive plays. What are those moments like? Um, We just gotta stay calm and make sure that we keep up the energy. Um, One thing I really like that uh, our coaches talk about is controlling what we control, our 111th. And we were just reminding our defense, like, hey, guys, no matter what happens on the other side of the ball, make sure we're all doing our assignments, especially in those specific situations. Um, they did catch a couple of momentum, like, with that That was a great point <laughs> that, that just pinned us. And props to them. They did amazing on uh, both sides of the ball. But we just need to do our best to stay active and dialed in the whole time. Yeah, so I think honestly it was just like little first game, first game jitters. You saw it all around the country, you know. But I think we did a great job in just uh, literally bringing it, bringing it back, you know, bringing the juice, you know, getting everything down, getting those jitters out, and you know, and just uh, working it all out. One of those moments where they were trying to come back, they were they were driving. I think it was to try to tie it up. It was in the second half, and their crowd started getting into it, kind of throwing the momentum. Yeah. And then your crowd switched it up. Like, you're smiling, so yeah. I think you know the moment I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, I do. I feel that. Oh, man. Cougar Nation was killing it tonight, bro, especially on the defense. That. I was like, oh, they want to shout, they want to call us out, boy. What's up? Let's go, Cougar Nation! And we just went crazy. I, I, we, I think we got a, uh, if I remember the thing right, we got a red zone stop on that one, and that they missed, they missed the field goal. Yep, that's the one I was thinking about. Yeah, exactly, bro. Our whole defense was just feeding off it. I kid you not, I was gasping for air. But when that happened, bro, we feel it. Thank you so much, Cougar Nation. That was just dope. That was dope. Few questions for Tyler, and we'll be done. Tyler, offensively, 24 points. You get the win, 24 points. What do you, you know? Obviously, things you want to fix and clean up. What needs to happen for the offense to click more regularly? Because you have basically three really good drives in the field goal drive. Yeah, so I think, um, I think like like shoot, we started we started pretty slow, but you know, I I, I give the credit to Arizona's defense. They literally, they literally came out and played and played. You know. Everyone was saying, oh, they're bad because of the season that they had last year. But honestly, I didn't see that at all. You know, they really played and all, give the credit to their coaches and all their de- and the defensive staff and everything and all the players. Because literally, they, they came out and, you know, it was literally who wants it more. And I think we came out with the win and grateful for that. So, you know, obviously, we got Utah next week. And um, 
literally just learn from this learn from this film obviously there's everything that we can get better at you know so we know we'll just take this dub and go on yeah he made a bunch of good plays he made a bunch of good plays, you know, so uh, I think he for sure had a lot in the momentum change and multiplying whatever things weren't going down and then ended up having that touchdown and a lot of other great plays. So, you know, I think that had a lot of momentum. But, you know, the defense literally had our back and we had their back whenever they helped us out. So, you know, it was a great team win. And obviously we can get, like I said, we, we can literally take the film, take the film and learn from it for next week. Yeah. To, to adapt on the fly. I mean, because you guys talked before about how there was a lot to, you didn't know exactly what Arizona was going to throw at you. And so you kind of had to make those adjustments in game. What was, what was that like and, and what does that do for the team? Yeah, so honestly, it's just literally a lot of communication, seeing, seeing what works, seeing what literally what we're seeing, talking to the O line and just getting that relationship and. And that communication right there and then literally just trying to change it up, change it up, see what they're doing, see what works, see what doesn't work. You know, it's literally like a was it trial and error type thing, so you know. Yeah. Anything else? What needs to be what needs to be cleaned up offensively next week? Can we say that again? What needs to be cleaned up from your perspective offensively next week? I would say, uh, shoot, for me personally, I have a couple things to do to literally fix up, fix up. And then as a team, I just think just obviously we weren't as crisp as everyone says we should be. So I think that that's probably a big thing. So, you know, obviously we want to be more crisp and literally just learn from learn from the mistakes that we did. So Tyler, you guys mentioned how big the fans were for you guys tonight. Uh, what's it going to mean playing in front of the, your home crowd at Lavelle Edwards next weekend? And it's a rivalry game for you guys as well. What's it going to be like next Shoot, it felt like a home game today. Yeah, <laughs> Cougar Nation was going off. It was fun. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. Just seeing a lot of blue, seeing a lot of blue, and it literally felt like a rivalry game right then and there. Really. Yeah. So you know, just grateful for Cougar Nation and literally and the other team for literally putting this together and playing us. So I want to yeah. see Lavelle Edwards Stadium packed. Uh, I want to see it packed next week. Let's get it packed. Yeah, it should be lit. So. Just getting ready for next week. All right, a couple more BYU players after the win. Here's Jaron Hall along with Keenan Peely. How do you analyze your first game this year? I think it was just a clean football game overall from the offense. You know, I think we executed well. Um, just kind of took the plays when, or the the plays in front of us when they came, the opportunities the defense gave us, and you know, just kind of dink and dunked a little bit. But you know, we'll we'll improve as we go each and every week. But today was just clean overall football, and you know, we took care of the ball. So. Can't ask for much more. A little bit of a slow start when you pick it up in the second quarter. No, no, I, I just think, you know, the defense came ready to play. You know, there are a lot of question marks about what type of, you know, team they'll be. They're well coached and they wanted to win. So the defense came out with a, a great scheme and, you know, we just didn't make plays to, to start out. Um, but the second we figured it out and just started rolling it, you know, it all started to, to pan out. What's it like to coach Paul's? says go for it, fourth and five from the 45. That's, that's a bit of a high-risk, high-reward play. What's that like uh, having that confidence? She feels confidence in us as players. You know, Kalani's all about us. He trusts us, and, you know, we, we practice those situations every week, you know. So first down, fourth down, we'll have plays ready, and, you know, we'll execute. Tyler, you guys have been 
Karen, what did you make of the, the contributions that Neil made to both of these two touchdowns? Oh, that's a vet doing his thing, man. I mean, I think that's part of the reason that their defense started to change a little bit. They played a lot of man to start, and, you know, Neil went out and did his thing and, you know, kind of made him go back to his own for the rest of the game. So Neil made plays like we knew he would, and, you know, that's, that's just the player he is. What was that on the sideline after Arizona tied up the single digits that you guys went out on the field and drove down and kicked that field goal that sent it for two, two scores? Football, man. You know, the other team's going to score, so we just kept everybody up, confidence, you know, had the defense back, and, you know, proceed to play the game we need to play. Yes, thank you. Yeah, can you repeat that? Sorry about that. I was... How did that change the momentum of the game? It seemed like that was the play where it would be kind of flipped to the second yeah, um, obviously no one wants to give up a safety. We're putting a hard situation on the one-yard line. Um, I think we'll take that on the defense. We need to be able to stop the offense sooner so it doesn't get put in that situation. But the momentum on the sideline didn't change too much. Everyone said, put your heads up, and we're going to get back into this. You guys gave up a lot of yards, but only 16 points. How, did, how do you analyze the defense performance overall? <laughs> overall, I think the defense did good. I think we had the effort. Uh, the intensity was there. Definitely got a lot of stuff we can improve, can uh, smooth some edges. But uh, I'm proud of the defense. What are some of those things you think you can improve? Um, I think tackling. You know, Arizona was dump, dumping off check downs, you know, and we got to rally up. We got to be ready to make those overfield tackles and get those assignments in. Oh, I think it really just brought everyone together. Obviously, you never want to see a player like that and uh, a teammate we care for and we love. And to see him like that kind of hurts. But then kind of rallied together. We got each, got each other's shoulders. And uh, we said, let's do this for him. Let's do it for our brothers. What was it like to be back out in front of fans since you my turn. It was fun. I mean, I said it before, we have the greatest, you know, fans in the world. And to be in this environment here, the new Raiders stadium, to be in an NFL stadium, you know, to look forward to the future is what every kid dreams of, you know, playing an NFL stadium. So just to be here with our brothers and our coaches and the fans was, it was surreal. And, and we're just happy to, to get out of here the way we did. Would you say those fans were, were part of what helped you guys be able to overcome Absolutely. Contagious for sure. Keenan, was it by design with the defense to kind of allow those short routes in the flat to kind of keep everything in front of you guys? Yeah, it just depends. You know, we have so much scheme, so much play calls, and that's just kind of where they caught us was in those those shorter routes, which we're willing to give up and rally up. Career high in tackles for you. you why do you think you're able to be so successful against Arizona? Just doing the 111th. I'd have zero tackles if it wasn't for the, the D-line. Obviously, everyone's been talking about them, and I'm, I'm proud of our D-line. I think they did good tonight. And um, really, that's because of them doing their job and our other defenders behind us doing their job, for sure. Who was the, the reins behind the, the turnover belt that Aiden got? <laughs> Who is? Uh, Billy, probably. 
Probably, yeah, probably. No, actually, I think it's Jack. Was it Jack or Jack? I think it is. <laughs> Something Jack would do. For sure. <laughs> a few more questions for Jared, too, and then we'll get Coach going. It's a blessing, man. It's, it's fun football. It's, that's what makes college football the environment it is. That's what you know makes people gravitate towards watching it on Saturdays. It's just an amazing environment, and you know we're looking forward to playing that game next Saturday. Yeah, this shows a guy who's bought in. You know, everyone who comes to this program, I think, buys in and really knows the family atmosphere that, that it provides. You know, so Zach being here to support, you know, the guys he played with for, for three years, you know, means a lot to us to, to have him and, you know, brings confidence to everybody, you know, for what he's done in the past. So it was, it was good to have him. Keenan, Arizona was 3-3 on fourth down conversion. Mm -hmm. Two of those came on fourth and one. What are you guys going to have to do differently to be able to stop those sorts of plays? We'll definitely help hit the film room, see where the miscue was on those fourth and shorts, and we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see if we can get those numbers right. There's Jaron Hall and Keenan Peely. Now it's time to hear from the head coach, Kalani Sataki, who, man, he can't play Arizona enough. I mean, this is his sixth year, and he's now 3-0 and against Arizona. A two-point win the first time, then a five-point win, then an eight-point win. Scheduled him again, Kalani. Win by 11, right? All right, here's Kalani Sataki after BYU picks up the victory. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of things that uh, we can improve on, but um, to give a lot of credit to Arizona, their coaching staff did a great job getting their guys ready to play. They're really motivated. Um, and, and I think once we got things figured out, uh, they just kept fighting through it. So I was really proud of the, the, the fight from our team to respond and find a way to get the win. So that, that, that was a major thing. Obviously, there's a lot of places to improve on, but um, just glad we got the win. And now we can just get that one out of the way and, and find a way to get improve from week one to week two. So I'll take any questions you guys have. Yeah, I thought he made some plays. I mean, I, I look at at the um, um, he broke a long one for you know scrambled. He created some space for himself um, with his with his legs in the backfield, and um, I like the the composure, the poise that he had. Um, he's a great leader for us, you know. So I, I think that uh, you know. Obviously, he knows that there's some things that he, he, he wants to do and plays that he wants to get back. And so um, we're just going to look forward to learning as much as we can from this game and finding ways to get better. But uh, that guy that guy knows how to how to play basketball, play football and how to create space. And he's, his athleticism is, um, is something that's really beneficial for our program. So uh, I, I like the way he con controls the offense and um, you know, we obviously had some guys got banged up. Um, so hopefully we can get those guys back and, and be healthy for next week. Because when Gunner went down, that caused some issues. And we had some guys that we tried out, practiced all week, and they tried in the game. And then it came time to make a decision on what was best for the young men. I'm talking about the Nakuas and Max Tooley and uh, some Jackson Kafusi. And it was just, uh, I think the decision was to just keep them out and, um, you know, try to find a way to get them healthier for next week. So I'm glad we were able to get that done. But um, I think 
Um, you know, hopefully we can get all, all those those weapons back for Jaron to use on on offense and get some more weapons back on defense. He can create more depth for us on, uh, as a team and as a whole. Really had one turnover in the entire game. You know, was that interception by Livingston? How big was that? That was huge. Hayden coming in, I mean, we the the, the major issue is we, we had to defend a lot of snaps. Uh, look here, they had 83 plays, you know, and uh, that's that's our own doing on defense. We've got to find a way to get off the field. And uh, they had they went for it on fourth down quite a bit, and they went for it on, I mean, had third and short, so we got to create uh, longer third downs and try to get get some disruptive, disruptive plays. But um, the guys played hard. I'm glad Hayden came in and uh, we rotated our defense quite a bit because of the amount of reps and the long drives that were going on. And we have a lot of faith in, in Hayden being able to control the, the you know the defensive backfield. So that was huge for us. Um, I don't know how many times they took shots downfield, but I think we were in pretty good position most of the time. You'll have to find the Uh, declined the penalty. I mean, if I look back at it, I declined the penalty. I thought, okay, I was hoping that maybe they try to go for it or um, that it would be a difficult punt. Nobody wants to practice really those 30-yard punts, you know. And he actually, the punter kicked a good ball and, and, and it, it took a weird hop and got us on the one-yard line. And, you know, that, that kind of puts ourselves in a bad spot. I think we're, the score was 21-3 to three at the time. And then um, the one-yard line, I thought, you know, maybe the offense could get us out of, I mean, out of that that uh, bad field position. But um, credit to Arizona, they made some plays and, and um, you know, got the safety. The hard part about that is that you get a safety and then you also have to kick off from the 20. And so they got a good return. And so they, it just seemed like they started to get some, gain some momentum. And then they scored and got the two-point conversion. And then now everything's kind of flipped, you know. So we had to find a way to, to react. And I like the way our guys fought through and eventually won the game for us. What was it like the evolution of the game? Because you mentioned going in, you weren't positive what was going to, you know, what Arizona was going to do, how they were going to approach things. What was that like having to try and make those adjustments in game? Yeah, what they were doing. you're right. I mean, I, I think they they changed up, had some change of tempo things, and and um, we were prepared for a lot of it. But there, there's just so much going on that uh, defense, offense, that we're trying to figure out that what they're doing, and um, a lot of it. There's some new things, but most of it was kind of true to what we saw on film and what we try to prepare for. And uh, I think the biggest swing in the game was that, that whole series from the, um, the punt to the one-yard line, the safety, and then the, you know, the, the next following series. So uh, I, I still feel like we, we could have got ourselves in a better position to you know, score more points on offense. I mean, they had way more plays than we did. If I was really, if I'm going to talk about our defense, I, I like the way they handled most of the run game. Um, Keenan said it himself, we, we had to tackle better, you know, but um, I think that's that's going to be something we'll try to emphasize. But we had a lot of guys in there and um, tired bodies and just trying to have to find ways to react to the check down. And we change up some play calls. You guys saw some blitzes in there, so I don't have to hear about the complaining that we never blitz. So. Yeah, so we, you know, we were able to change some things up, and I like the way um, Tuyaki prepared the defense. I think it was, for the most part, you know, it was a little bit bent. We we bend a lot because of the the yards, the passing yards especially, but you know, find ways to keep 
being disruptive with our pass rush. And I think um, getting like Batty and all those guys back and getting kind of getting this game under their, you know, their belt would be, I think it was going to be, it's going to be good for us. We'll see from week one to week two. But I, I think a lot of coaches will say the biggest improvement happens in the season from week one to week two. And this is a good time for us to improve and get better. Yeah. What was just confident that he could make it? Yeah, and, and you know, Jake wasn't able to go to today as well, you know, so we, we, we were still working with him on, on, on some things and I mean, we, we were hoping that he'd be able to, to, to kick for us. He, he did this week and just wasn't feeling right today. So uh, we were lucky that, that Justin was able to step in and do that. And, um, we have a lot of confidence in him, and and he, you know, I think the first PAT was just kind of an odd thing that I'm not sure what happened, but there's a movement up front, and it caused a a little bit of a lack of focus from our snap to our hold, and and then you know we had that mistake, so I'm glad that we got that fixed later on, and we were able to go for a two point conversion and get the points back up. Tony, what were the Yeah, that, that was scary. It was scary because um, I was trying to, in those moments, you're trying to just hope for, um, you know, you just hope for the best, even in that situation. And we just weren't seeing a lot of improvement right away. And then it started to come to, and, and, and we were relieved that he was moving his, his arms and his legs. And he just kept wanting to get up, you know. And then he would, it was just, a, it was a scary moment. I think I, I just give a lot of credit to our athletic training um, group sports medicine they were there and they, they did a good job trying to convince him that could, could control him a little bit you know and um, from what we know he, they're going to still hold him and run some tests just to make sure but we, it looks like everything's improving and, and he's moving his arms and his legs so that's a good sign for us but that was hard I mean that, that's nobody likes to see that I, it was hard for us but it was also hard for Arizona that's that's the scary part of the game when, when someone goes down like that it, it just it just kind of because there's so much time in, that took place in that in that there was a lapse in the game and then we just had to kind of get back after it on, on both sides Gunner got banged up. Lopa came back in and played. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Yeah, Gunner didn't come back and play, so we're going to evaluate that. And then um, we feel really good about the Nakua's for next week. You know, Samson went back in there and got the on, on our hands team. You know, so uh, that was we're we're lucky that he's. You know he's aware and, and knows where he's supposed to be, and and lucky that he helped win the game for us. And so we're hoping to get those guys back 100% for next weekend. There's the head coach Kalani Sataki after BYU wins in Las Vegas. They beat Arizona, and they start off one and zero and come home now for a couple more, couple more Pac-12 games. Stay in the Pac-12 South. They've got the Utes and the rivalry game Saturday, and then ASU the week after that. It'll be interesting to see how much they improve. It'll be interesting to see how healthy they were. They were missing a bunch of wide receivers. You think Samson Nakua made some big plays for the Utes. He ought to be able to make big plays in the pass game for the Cougars. We didn't get to see that. We didn't see uh, his brother Puka at all. We saw Gunnar Romney briefly. He was one of three Cougars who got hurt in the first half of the first quarter. They had guys going down left and right. Um, so we'll see what happens with Gunnar Romney. Um, 
All right, we'll take a break now. When we come back, we're going to get more. Samson Nakua will join us coming up next. And then after that, Nick Ford, Utes offensive lineman. We're talking Utes and Cougars next, getting ready for the rivalry game. Stay with us. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.